Hello, and welcome back to Crow Medicine. Today, we are diving deep into the imbalance that many of us experience between the masculine and the feminine energy strands with a focus on bringing the feminine back into the conversation. When I say feminine masculine, although it does include males and females, that is not exclusively what I am talking about. Today, I bring forward how the concept of masculine and feminine energy has become embedded in our social, economic, and political structures, and how that embeddedness and privileging of the patriarchal order has put us at a place where we are energetically disadvantaged as a society. This is not an anti-man conversation. This is all about bringing the concept of complementarity of knowledges and energy strands into focus. We are meant to be beings who are living and working in alignment with the universal order and mother and father creator, as you know, do take the bodies of a mother and a father creator in energy form. So in this podcast, which is a little different from some of the others, I begin off with the story of creation and how feminine and masculine energy strands happened. From there, I go very specifically into giving ethnographic grounded examples of how different forms of energy and knowing and being and perceiving became embedded in the very structures that we live in today. This is an important conversation because as part of our journey into the age of Aquarius, as part of our journey as humans, we are naturally confronting this energy. We are naturally working on seeing where things have worked, seeing where things haven't, and with that, integrating the best bits and moving on. Come on in, friends. It is time for some more Crow Medicine. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Crow Medicine. It is me, Katie Indy Crow. And today we are diving deep into an important topic, and that is restoring the order of creation. And part of how we are doing that is we are bringing back and flaming the energy of feminine and we are merging it with the energy of the masculine. And as we do that, we are rebalancing one of the greatest wrongs that has ever been committed in our universe. And we are also bringing forth and integrating different forms of knowledges. And we are also healing all kinds of planetary energy wounds and soul wounds that have come about as a result of really what I call a perversion of the masculine and feminine energy spectrum that we have experienced here on planet Earth as we have lived in the last few centuries. This podcast is being recorded in December 2022, which is a notable time in our story because we are in this process of what I call the great transformation. If you come to this podcast after this time, please do not feel that this energy and this information is outdated. We will be continuing to work through this for quite probably a couple of decades um, or more. However, we have definitely hit a, a touch point moment through which we have catapulted ourselves away from some of the most difficult moments. And with awareness, togetherness, love and mutual support and cooperation, we will be able to work through this. No problem. We have come so far already. One of the things that is important to say as I bring forward this topic is that when I talk about masculine and feminine energy strands, I'm not just saying men and women. So this is not a conversation just about women or just for women. 
Masculine and feminine energy strands exist in all realms of society and in all part, all people also have them within ourselves. One of the greatest contradictions that we face as humans is the supposed separation of these energy strands and our supposed expectation of ourselves and one another to live in one or the other and also what has become a highly masculine energy strand balanced world system of politics and global organization that is not very good for the planet and it's also terrible for the energy structure and the spiritual order of the planet and that in fact has basically almost driven us into the ground and so as we have been moving through this whole process of 2022 but also the crossover of 2012 to 2022 if that means nothing to you the two sentence version of that is 2012 the mayan calendar happened that was the end of one world order and basically as the planets came into alignment they struck a chord that toned deep into the heart of the universe and it woke mother and father creator up out of a prison so they were awake, but they were also imprisoned in energy and they were separated from one another. And so that was key. We'll get back to that in a moment. Um, but as that also happened, we as people and our world, our planet also woke up in new and different ways. And so we started this rapid healing cycle where we started to go through all of the energy resonances and patterns and structures that had been formed over the last however many epochs of civilization in in our contemporary lives and in our contemporary moments and so has things been absolutely insane in the last 10 years absolutely yes it has been and it has felt like thing after thing after thing after thing and this has been especially the case for 2022 one of the reasons why that is happening is because the universe is freeing itself from being in a very low harmonic dangerous place where we were almost at destruction and one of the key aspects of our destruction is the suppression of feminine energy and feminine people and the things that got coded as our knowledge and them being hidden from the world and 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 well as I will say later some of us outright you know it was an, and it was a political attack in some layers at some people at some times not all the time uh this is uh, the moment in our story where we finally get to have this conversation out in the open this is the moment in our story where a lot of people are realizing that what gets coded as not important what gets coded as and like not important means feminine right we understand that and the code of binary opposition of language of semantics of how our language is set up <laughs> all of this stuff that is coded as feminine is coded as secondary it is coded as not as important it is coded as less sophisticated it is not even included in the conversations and if we look at the way that the world has become so topsy-turvy and the planet has become in such bad disarray around us, one of the main reasons why is because that all of those things that got coded as unimportant actually were important. And so we are bringing it back into the conversation. And this includes on the energy spectrum within ourselves as well as in the worlds we live in because the worlds we live in and the social structures we participate and in the political structures that we experience, they all are a part of our tone. They do all set the heart of the hum and the vibration of the planetary energy experience. And so one of the things that has been very important in this year of 2022 and will continue to be important is that we are bringing the feminine energy spectrum back into the voice. We are bringing, you know, things like intuition and the energy of the planet back into everyday conversations. And as we are going to start doing that, what we do is we come even more strong 
to the negative energetic influences that have been working to weigh us down through ignorance. And we learn to become more powerful because you are better equipped to have a long-standing successful future if we think about things like the health of the planet and universe as opposed to just assume they're always going to be all right because this ignoring, and I will make this point as we move through this conversation and have made it before, this ignoring and this suppression almost ended it for us all. And when you hear me talking about the planet waking up and things changing, one of the big parts of it is that we have been able to revive more and more of this energy in the spectrum and we have been able to work collectively as a planet as a universe as a group of people to make these changes through our choices but also from some people we dedicate like me dedicate full life all day every day to this and this is a podcast where i'm going to talk about how political structures and how social structures and how energy structures have lined up to create this situation where we are very blissfully and thankfully um, shifting out of now but the voice of the planet needs to be heard and the voice of women need to be heard and the voice of feminine energy needs to be heard and today I'm here to talk about it so in the next segment I am going to talk a little bit about how masculine and feminine energy came to be about in the universe and then from there I'm going to talk about some of how um, the male and female or mass male and female became associated with masculine and feminine and then I'm going to talk about how you know, just like what has been happening as a result of the suppression of our voices and I guess why it is so important that we bring it back. And we're going to celebrate the people who have been doing it. So come on in, my friends. It is time for some more crow medicine. <laughs> well, I guess a good place to start for a story would be perhaps how I view creation and creation energy and this concept of masculine and feminine energy as we have learned to express it and where it fits in the order of creation because ultimately anything that's been whacked up by society and politics um, that we will identify later on in the conversation is, is being identified with the idea that we can fix this and it is also being identified with this idea that creator so here we go. So in my opinion, and as I understand the universe, this universe does have a creator. And that creator is all of the energy that we express and experience that is part of the universal form. Not all the energy that we currently experience in this universe is the energy of our creator. And I will get to that later on in this conversation. Back to the beginning. Creator is an energy that can be understood from our perspective or that we use astrology to understand through the spectrum of planets, for example. So we have the planets in our solar system who are meant to teach us about different strands of creation energy. And so creator, as part of their experience, and at that time creator was just creator, um, decided to, the creator felt lonely creator even though creator was a being you know creator wanted someone to talk to and so creator created themselves again and they gave themselves a complementary form in saying that i don't believe that just because creator gave itself a complementary form and that eventually that complementary form among many other forms did take masculine and feminine bodies and although we have 
creator as a teacher in masculine and feminine bodies through examples like Jesus Christ and Mary Magdalene, who were teachers of the master creator energy of mother and father of creation. I also want to say in making that point, there are other configurations of people who can complement one another and live in love together that are valuable parts of the human archetype. So please don't take what I am saying about creator and mother and father creator as being expressed in masculine energy forms, masculine and feminine energy forms at this time as who they have to be universally or what all relationships have to be because they don't. Moving on from that. So mother and father creator became mother and father creator as only one version of their iteration. They have been trees. They have been dragons. They have been the ocean. They have been every planet and every star. They have taken every form that is natural to this planet. They have taken every form that is natural to this universe because it is through their love for one another and their joy in making that they created all of this. And mother and father of creation or creator, no matter who says what, are present and they are reconnecting and they are reconnected in ways that are very special. So what happened in creation? So mother and father of creation and masculine and feminine energy have not always been known as they are known today. And this is not groundbreaking new evidence. Anybody that has taken a sociology course, an anthropology course, you understand and have learned that but even media studies, right? Like what is understood as an ideal gender form changes over time and in relation to factors like economic forms of participation, like cultural ideas. And so it's not a fixed category. And I that's an important takeaway here. But one of the things that was very special about creator, mother and father creator, is that they were always together and they always worked through their love and through their interaction and through their dynamic interaction, everything was perfect. And so over time, obviously, they created people and people happened on this planet. And also, and, and this is important to the story, they created people on other planets. And so this universe became very full of life and and that became all different kinds of life. And so mother and father creator also invited people from other parts of the multiverse to come here. Really, really great creators and technicians and god like gods from other universes. A couple of them came here. We don't really like the term God because most of the time people who call themselves gods aren't really who they say they are. They're like nefarious. We'll get to that in a second. Um, you have to be so careful using all of these words because they are all so loaded. And as you are working to unpack and shift in energy, you don't want to reiterate it. So I hope that me consistently stopping to clarify a definition is not distracting. I'm doing it because being accurate is really important. And so as mother and father creator and the people that became the stars and planets and the peoples of the stars and planets started living their lives. Eventually, things did happen where beings that were not operating in the high harmonic love frequency that we are moving ourselves back to now, um, beings that were not operating at that frequency became very aware of what we had going on here. And 
just like a colonial nation looking at what they perceive to be a shore of, you know, people who are underdeveloped or whatever they perceived, uh, they decided that they were going to work their way into our universe. And it took quite a bit of effort, but it did happen. And so in the process of these people, unwanted visitors coming to this universe, part of what happened is things and emotions and experiences that were not part of creator and that were not part of creation became embedded in the fabric that we then had started and had to fix and live. And so one of the things that happened in this process of these visitors coming that we didn't invite and deciding they were going to do what they wanted, uh, they started teaming up sometimes with other people on the planet. And and those people, you know, said, okay, cool, I'm going to um, believe you are a god and I'm going to listen to you. And so sometimes these beings would appear through false religious visions. Well, I guess it's religious. If you call it religious, false is the term I'm giving through visions to people and they would say things like you know if you sacrifice this or that i will be appeased as your god and i will provide you this that or the other thing and so through these happenings these nefarious beings started gathering power and as they gathered power one of the things that they were trying to do obviously was harvest the earth for resources but also the earth and this universe was awesome and they wanted to live here and in order for them to be able to stay here they were going to have to figure out a way to uh, distract or dissolve the power that creator had, right? Because the order of creation was a really powerful thing and it is a really powerful thing. And so for the course of action, for the vibration of the planet to start getting lower through the presence of these harder harmonic energies, what happened and what happens in any colonial kind of a situation is like once your ground crew is there, they start sending home for more and they start setting up camps and they start creating worlds. And so whole entire societies of people from other places did come here to settle. And and those people and those beings aren't necessarily all good beings. And I'm not trying to scare people. Am I saying like a bunch of people came on spaceships? No. I mean, at some points in our story, yes, they did. I'm not saying that about this point, but what I am saying is that through a process of spiritual worship and through a process of like getting into people's minds and souls, these beings and these energies and these interests from other universes bled their way in here and they have manifested themselves in people at some points in time. Hitler being a really great example of that. You can probably find other examples throughout history. I, I know several. And so... In this whole process, one of the things that unfortunately happened is that mother and father creator got attacked badly. And the purpose of attacking them was to keep them separated because if they were separated, it was thought that they would not have as much power as they did, right? Because if you remember just a few minutes ago, I said that mother and father creator, who are creator, united, <laughs> um, had they did everything together. And this whole universe is created on their togetherness. Everything is about their love. Everything at its base was is their heart, right? And that's, so when they were separated, what wound up happening is one got caught in the earth at some points and one got caught in the sky. And so in a lot of indigenous traditions, you will hear father sky, mother earth. 
and you will see representations of earth and sky and mother and father energies having a division. And so this is that division as it has been told by the peoples of the world who remembered it more explicitly uh, in, in, and who still remember it. And shout out to them for keeping that knowledge alive. And so this has been a lot. So in the process of this separation, one of the things that did wind up happening is that, you know, mother and father energy still did continue to exist. And so this mother and father energy, you know, at this time, it became very difficult for mother and father universe to live on the planet anymore as animals or as anything else. They had been able to be here all the time in their togetherness. And so when they got separated, the planet and the universe got hurt really, really bad. So if you ever wonder what the X happened to lower the harmonic of the planet so much, this is one of the main things that happened. So we should all be up in arms about this, right? Because this really messed things up. And these mother and father creator creator is who keeps things in order. And although creator is all knowing and all seeing and has a lot of power, each person who is part of creation does have a responsibility to guard and protect it. And in some ways, the basic way you do that is through making sure that you don't fall prey to these false spiritual entities and making sure that you don't reproduce their order or become their bastion or their beacon here on earth. That's the basic way, right? That's all really that they ask and also don't mess up the earth. <laughs> but we'll talk about that more later and how that message has gotten erased and what a detriment it has done to us. Because those messages getting erased has been a big endpoint of the story that I'm telling. So returning to the point that I'm currently at, one of the things that happened is that the people, the civilization of planet Earth, they had been made into male and female bodies in their complementarity. Yes, there are people that are, are do not express just one set of that. There are people who are all kinds of different people on this planet. But one of the dominant forms that came were males and females. And so in that in that energy, males and females as people learned to and as we were initially supposed to be learning right we were learning to master the energy of this universe and this planet just like we are now this has always been the thing that people were doing and you know we have to throw away the idea that until now people have been uncivilized and that you know neanderthals were truly the beginning of humans they weren't there has been different waves of human populations that have settled this planet and there is the archaeological record to verify that and different ways, and one of the most fascinating things about those different groups of people is the different ways that they have lived, femininity and masculinity. And, and, and I mean, they don't always apply those terms to it, but the ways that they have grouped together as people to organize around roles, and we can't argue or ignore that gender is one of the ways that they do that, and that is because there is a complementarity that can exist there. And so one of the things that did wind up happening is that in this division of energy that occurred during this whole process with mother and father creator like that happened much longer after humans had been created that happened um before jesus was here but it also happened again people have tried this at multiple different times because like i said jesus and mary magdalene were representatives that mother and father creator had been able to power themselves up to get down here to earth through and so that's why i consider them to be the best teachers is because to me, of all the teachers that I've ever known, their true teachings do represent what the universe is. And they always paid attention to the earth and they understood and had so much love and respect for one another. And 
The fact that she got written out and or written into prostitute role is another atrocity of the universe, but we could talk about that later. Because as all of this started happening, right, the negative energies and influences of the multiverse that had bled into the universe also got into people. I mean, they got it, it bled into the universe through people. And so unfortunately, there also became things like in the process of what became a gender division of social labor or spiritual labor or spiritual roles or how a society got organized or who made what decisions things like jealousy of power and things like jealousy of role got into play i also have to mention though and this is probably the most important point that a lot of people don't get to hear much is that there were also very specific times in ceremony on the planet where powerful terrible evil people used bodies of women and bodies of men on purpose to damage and harm the human archetype and in fact there were and still are orders of people that are dedicated exclusively to doing that and so how things became so messed up between men and women as an energy archetype is a long story that begins much before right now <laughs> although I wanted to say parts of it and we'll continue to talk about parts of it to say this is a really great moment we're at right now <laughs> that we are working through this stuff and that we are finally having our say about it all and that I can even talk about this and maybe there's 10 of you here maybe there's 15 maybe this becomes my most popular podcast who knows whoever is out there listening shout out for being part of the solution because one of the things that has occurred throughout these forced divisions and these forced things you know i talk a lot about the age of aries and we've been healing the age of aries a lot this year in the mars and uranus um work and in the solar con or in the lunar occultations of uranus and aries and one of the ways that that is relevant to this conversation just as an ethnographic example of the grounded impact of this energy is that throughout the human story there's been a lot of wars right we currently have wars happening. There are people who listen to this podcast and who come to my blog, or sorry, my website, who are living in war-torn countries where this exact thing is happening. And this is to say that, you know, one of the main things that happens when war, so they take the land, feminine thing, we'll get to that later, but what else do they do to the women and to the children, right? So what do you think that that act done repeatedly as many times it has been done does to people and do you think that that's natural or do you think that that's the beast and or those negative nefarious uh energies streams from other parts of the multiverse that we sometimes call the beast do you think that's the beast that got into them because as i know creation and as i know earth and as i know the order that's not a thing that mother and father creation do or did and that's not a thing that they're down with so that's a, the, a very grounded example of how there is still currently mass events that are happening that do weigh down on the energy that we experience in our archetype and so right now and being honest we're at a time in the world where it probably happens those kinds of things look much less than they have for the last several thousand so that is also something to think about here is that we have what I'm going to talk about in the next and for the rest of this podcast are some of the more cultural societal factors a little bit more of the grounded historical stuff about how all this played out in our real lives. The point that I did want to say here is that mother and father creator are 
united again. And this is something that happened as part of our universal trajectory in the year 2020. And their energy as a universal form has been working through the planets and through these alignments, through these conjunctions, and through the ceremony of people like me and my husband to bring this more purified order of creation energy back online in the planet and to make that the dominant energy in our energy spectrum. Because what does all this matter? What is an energy spectrum? Before moving on, this is an important definition to provide. An energy spectrum stated simply is a context for action that we, that we are in. So putting it in words that people understand better. When we go into any situation, we know that we have different factors that shape that situation. So factors that people are aware of right now, like gender, age, class, race, social status. And so the situations that you experience and the opportunities that you're going to have within that spec that situational experience group are going to be influenced by the dynamic interplay of those factors. So that's kind of how the situation that you live in is created. We know this, right? And so energy operates the same way. The human energy spectrum has a set of experiences that is built into it, and that's in the DNA. And so part of how the human energy experience is passed down um, from generation to generation is through through things like the DNA and you see it also expressed in like the living form through like the phenotypical characteristics right underneath that law is something and though so that's a shared memory of energy that people from that place live through that has imprinted their DNA form and that's also one of the reasons why people from different places of the world have different DNA anyway getting back to the point I was making I love this topic is that gender and gender energy as we have been experiencing it the masculine feminine energy which isn't just gender but it gets reduced to that but the masculine feminine energy spectrum that we have experienced on planet earth because of this destruction of the relationship or the attempted destruction of the relationship between mother and father of the universe and the attempted really the attempted the, the attempt to hurt them through the archetype which was done to keep them separated which would ultimately stop our whole universe from being saved has had a real life impact on the way that we feel when we live what it is to live a woman now obviously like i said that is different depending on where you come from in the universe where you come from on this planet and what your your kin and your genealogical history has been what your resonance is however there there is just that that point that must be made so up next a little conversation about how we have been meeting this energy and systems and fixing it over the last few years as we move into this conversation in another layer it is important to remember that the current social order that we experience today is not how things have always been and the current way that we experience masculine and femininity and the current way that we experience spirituality in its place or metaphysics in its place or energy in its place are all very recent, like very, very recent in the realm of the human story. We are one of the limited populations that do not actively maintain a spiritual connection to the universe and that do not actively maintain spaces within our societies for people who do that to be valued and venerated and supported. 
if you go check out any historical document, people who were influential long before the time of Jesus, they always had an astrologer. They always had somebody who was a philosopher who was known and versed in the metaphysical realms. And why did they have that? It wasn't because they were silly. It was because they were highly advanced decision makers who understood that what happens here on earth does always have a spiritual impact. Never forget that. And they also understood that we, people, humans, any individual person, I don't care how much money you have, compared to creator, you are nothing. You are part of creator, but ultimately you are one tiny speck in this earth. And that's what each of us is. And ultimately, we are all very lucky to be here. And one of the things that a good ruler or a wise person was supposed to do or venerated for doing was having a strong relationship with that source of creation. And that was, in fact, one of the sources of their power. Sometimes you can look at current political orders that they still supposedly base themselves on that power. I, I know that in Iran, for example, very relevant to this conversation, there are currently protests that are happening around women's rights and the suppression of women. And the Iranian people have basically just about had it with what they view as to be a very controlling and unfair and unjust regime. The head of that regime proclaims to have been placed into their position by God and their authority is justified based on that. As I understand it, there is no um, hierarchy by creator in terms of masculinity and femininity. And so one of the things that happens and that has happened as time has played itself out and as, as life has played itself out is that people, some people have distanced themselves from this concept of religion because they understood that it wouldn't be fair for a person to proclaim that they were chosen by God and thus should rule a society. So the same kind of thing kind of goes along with the Protestant, like the, the Church of England, right? And so then in other societies, we have set up these democracies, right, that are based on elections. And and that's 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 a whole different thing, but it's it still kind of plays into the conversation that we're having here because the same energies and entities that form to serve to spiritually suppress women in places like Iran are also active in places like politics because they still exist in the ideology that women in the women's realms are less than or are not as important. And I mean, we can see indications of that anywhere we look. And that might sound like kind of an extreme statement, but let's just step back for a minute and let's think about what actually happened. Here in North America, which is where I live, there were a lot of people who had been living here previous. And so those people had various spiritual traditions that connected them to the earth. And those people also are people who had really powerful connections and remembrances of creator. And those people, in some cases, organized where women held important roles. So some of those societies were matrilineal, where women were considered to be central to decision-making. And then others of those societies, you can bet, did not just actively oppress women. It's not really something that is known to have happened. And then, on the other hand, we have these colonial interests that are coming in. One of the main points of justification for the colonial endeavor was that the people that they found 
on these lands were perceived to be religiously inferior. And one of the main reasons they were religiously inferior is that they believed in a mother earth as opposed to just a father God. And so for them, one of the key reasons that they felt comfortable taking over this land is that they were going to be able to help civilize who they perceived to be as the savages. And so that was especially the case in Canada, and I know that that rationale has been used elsewhere. Here in America, things were a little bit different, so I'm not going to try to conflate it, but that attitude was very much here. There was a concept of religious and moral superiority, and in this trajectory and line of energy, if you just trace back where that came from, back over in Europe, there was also the exact same religious and moral superiority ongoing. And that same fervor had been the base point for the witch hunts. Are you following me? This is all over the place, but this is how energy works. Let's go back in time a little bit. If you remember my December astrology report, I told you that we were really working on healing the age of Capricorn and Cancer and that the age of Aries had also come into play very powerfully in the year 2022, but also the couple years leading into it. And that time period was very specific in humanity. So some of the key things that happened in humanity that bore a big mark on it did occur between basically the year 1400 and 1800. And a lot of what we are dealing with in our institutions and our societies is the echo of that. And that's why we are having the revisiting of the energy of it all. It's not necessarily because we're going to throw it all away. But it is because we're going to be healing some of the inaccuracies and inadequacies in it. And that's progress. And so one of the main inaccuracies and inadequacies of the witch hunts and of what was going on in Europe at the time was that people who practiced folk religion, people who poet practiced like their own personal kind of spirituality that was based on earth religion were somehow connected to the devil and that in a relatively short period of time, there was a very strong effort that was backed by uh, neighbors and people who loved having power over one another, who had the beast in them, and all kinds of just, you know, just impact, like directed efforts of religious and, and political control coming together to form a new form of social order, which is like the modern state. And in that, in that process, this beginning the, a new wave of what got called masculine and feminine started happening so earlier in the last piece i talked to you about masculine and feminine energy in general and creator and how that occurred so one of the main perversions of the masculine and feminine energy spectrum that we've been dealing with in the last while and that i feel like talking about today is the perversion that came about whenever there was this perception of religious and moral superiority because at the same time you know 1800 1600, 1700, 1800, but 1700, 1800, we also, on top of these ideas that have been developing, we get this age of science and the age of reason. And within the age of science and reason, and this continued into the 1900s, right, there became idea, this idea of evolution, which does happen, but how I, evolution was being perceived then and now is not entirely accurate. It was especially not accurate back then. And so, you know, this conglomeration of at first, it was religious officials, right? There, it, it all started out with religion. 
And leading into 1400, just the other day, there was an archaeological discovery uh, in Britain, for example, that has a, it is being interpreted as representing a high-ranking spiritual woman who was, who practiced what they call pagan and Christian beliefs. So it was a mixture of stones and crystals, which a lot of people out there can probably identify with, myself included. I'm not crapping on religion. But what that says is that at that time, before 14, like around 1400, there were women of significance who were connected to the church. And the way that this artifact was being interpreted in relation to where else, what else it was found around is that this person, this that, that this person that this artifact was found with was a woman of high spiritual significance and that she was experiencing that significance in the church. My understanding of how the church worked for quite some time and in folk religions and, and the way that it was appropriated in many parts of the world is, is much more accurate to how Jesus and Mary probably actually taught together, which was the dynamic interplay of energy together because that's what they always represented. And, you know, within that kind of dynamic interplay of power, again, there was this very strong, unstoppable bond of progress and connection that people were able to make. And and that is because when energy is able to work together in its complementary form, amazing miracles can happen. And people are able to get very wise, very smart to help themselves and to perform things and and feats that are considered mystical but are really supposed to be just a part of our everyday life and in the last segment i talked about there being an effort to control us as people and one of the ways that this control was done was through the infiltration of things like religion and the use of trust in religion and power of religion to force particular forms of social order and another way that that was done was through forms of political order and so around this time in history, and another way that it was done is through positivism and the supposed triumph of reason over nature. And so these are three things that uh, did take a couple hundred years to occur, but did meld together and did create the energetic context, the ideological context, and the real world context within which we are working now and shifting. And so thanks for coming on this walk with me. I know these are a lot of examples. I'll come back to this. So at this time, you know, when the witch hunt started, that was like 1457 or 14. It was in the late 1400s that Heinrich Kramer did that. Or sorry, that was, what, 1647. Sorry, that was 1647. The 1400s was the Columbus thing. There's all kinds of stuff that was happening, <laughs> reining it back in. So once we had this beginning of the whole witch hunt thing, that was a very specific targeting of a form of social order and a form of social power that was emerging. And there were, mark my words, negative energy influences that were pushing behind people, telling them that they were hearing the word of God, telling them that what they were doing was right, and telling them to go ahead and find these darn heathens and end their spiritual practices and kill them and do whatever they needed to do to stop them from doing the thing. In that process of what was going on over in Europe, that was a lot of women, you know, that was people like me. And <laughs> that's because we had power and we have power. And in the old order, we were people who were very powerful to politicians, to people who were in power holding roles and slap shot back over to North America before it was North America. We were very powerful people over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? We were very powerful people who were part of social order and were considered equals. And so the same energy attitude idea that drove progress in Europe, as we know, is 
same attitude, energy, idea that drove progress and colonialism and the foundation of our countries. And so when I say we're dealing with the same energy, which is kind of how I started this off, I mean we're actually dealing with the same energy and how it has played out. And and it, I'm really glad that we are at this place where we are talking about this today because for a very long time, and as a result of very specific concerted efforts that you can read more about in my book, Soul Compass, we had been placed into an idea where talking about soul, talking about energy, talking about the heartbeat of the planet, talking about the earth was considered something that was um, either new age, which is one of the newer ways that we put people like me down to call us new age. What I'm talking about is ancient. <laughs> what I'm talking about is ancient. And you're fooling yourself if you want to use that label. There has also been things like the colonial effort. Back to the point I was making, you know, this evil thing that got into people, government, religion, and was being used as a justificatory force to make people stop practicing their religion and execute and socially punish a whole bunch of people also got into people over here, right? And it was one of those things that was in people as they did hunting and, and killing of the natives that happened over here, you know? And, and, and so there was a lot going on in indigenous politics that I'm not going to limit. I don't want to paint this picture of a helpless native because there was warfare going on over here and there was crazy stuff going on over here too. Not really possible, not really for this conversation. But what I do want to say is that there were very specific, beautiful energies of feminine representation here that I know of because I've had to go rescue the souls of the people who got murdered by the lynch mobs and by the mobs of people. And so it was basically the point I'm making is that there was religious fervor and there was social fervor and there was actual people who were running around murdering each over over this and there were people murdering groups of people ethnic groups like over this and there were people groups of people that took over entire lands because of this and this whole set of historical scenarios that i'm talking to you about you're like what does this have to do with the feminine as all of this was going on slowly 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 this masculine feminine divide was occurring do you think that there were any women involved? There were definitely women involved in the witch hunts, but were there any women involved in the clergy or the writing of the papal bulls or any of the documents that coded women as evil? And like, you know, we have to understand that at this Malleus Maleficarum, we have documents coming out saying that women are evil and that they are made of the rib of Adam and that therefore they are bent of sin. We've got people like the Aunt Critic sisters who are locking themselves in pillages in the public to represent the damning that they're women and that this is what women should be doing in deference to whatever. Like, this is not natural. And why was this happening? This was one of the things that was happening to force the, the, the separation of masculine and feminine. This is some of the stuff that was also happening to justify the new creation of a world order that, that people, that satisfied people's desire and need for power. If you decide that this realm is unimportant and then you go kill all the people who are part of it, then what? Doesn't change the realm. It just puts you at a serious disadvantage, which is where we got to because of all of this when the planet almost died because they tried to kill and eliminate everybody who did this kind of stuff and to completely snuff out our kind of knowledge, which actually did happen. <laughs> so the world that we wound up with in 1800 or 1900 was very different than the world that it was in 1700 or 1600. And one of the things that becomes important to remember is that within this world, all of a sudden, for the first time in humanity, 
we have people that are doctors really that have no real spiritual connection emerging and we have this thing that is called a democratic government that is supposed to be keeping us away from things like spiritual infiltration in government occurring and we also have this thing called science which has been occurring much longer before that happening but all of a sudden there was this idea that science was more important than nature and that humans were here to bend the planet because with science we could achieve anything. And one of the ways that that idea even was able to exist was because in the process of building up this regime of knowledge and in this process of building up this regime of truth, knowledges that question that or knowledges that had other people outside of this backpacking newly emerging patriarchal order, which is what it was and is, were invalidated. And so you've heard me talk about this idea of things being coded masculine and feminine. And what that means is that through meaning making in the English language in particular, we have this thing called binary opposition. And so in semiotics, we have things that represent qualities and characteristics so when you say a word it's supposed to represent something within the lexicon of our meaning in our universe and so part of how we control meaning or part of how a cultural meaning can be controlled is when we force things to mean things so in semiotics it's called forcing something to emit a sign <laughs> and so when this all has started happening over the course of these many years Part of the justification of this new regime, and that included being able to take land from people who had already been living on it, was the idea that they were somehow less than or inferior. And part of this ranking of inferiority or superiority came down to what was and what is identified in semiotics as masculine and feminine rankings of knowledge and hierarchy. And so within that, how it was at the time, and it changes because things change, was right, the patriarchy represents a democratic form of government and that government is made up at that point of all men right but those men are, are meant to be able to vote for that and those men are supposed to be able to rationally control everything as opposed to something that is related to, to kin-based forms of organization or as opposed to something that is uh, um, a merger between the spiritual and the physical realm to form forms of social organization. So those forms of social organization, like a matriarchy, like what would have been here in some parts of North America, or one where people were in a direct relationship with creator and their ancestors, now that would have gotten coded as uh, feminine or as inferior. So native people, they got coded as feminine. European people kind of in that in that context especially men but only men got coded as masculine but if there was a ranking a European woman would have had a hierarchy in that case because of being part of this supposedly superior form of thought and religion which would have put her ideologically as being more superior and therefore more able to control or having more of a right to understand to do what they want on this planet than would these other people and so as you can tell, and as we have seen, this kind of back padding set of practices that were put into place put us as people at really serious disadvantages. In one case, it was because, you know, there's a lot to be said for what happens when your people are hunted down and chased and tortured and murdered. And that sounds harsh, but that happened to my people. 
And I spend an awful lot of my time rescuing souls and going to places here in America where that happened to people who lived here. And again, I'm not saying that's just because of colonialism. There was warfare that was happening here a lot before that that is marks the land. And I will talk about that in another time. But what I do want to say is that when this intentional silencing happened, it was done to keep us under the thumb of dark energies and dark entities. Do I think every politician, every priest, every scientist, every doctor is being pushed by those energies and entities? No, I sure do not. I think that a lot of those people are being pushed by their love for humanity and their desire to do good things and to help people. I do think, though, that there have been times in the human story where this negative energy influence has had such a huge impact on how things were done, like with the Holocaust. But also, I think the Heinrich Kramer guy that wrote the Malleus Maleficarum that came to be the document behind the witchcraft, or, you know, behind the witch hunts was being seriously influenced by the devil. I mean, a lot of people celebrate Martin Luther. Do you understand how much Martin Luther talked to the devil? And have you ever actually looked at what he represented? No shade to the Protestants. My dad was a Protestant. But like, come on, guys. We have to really start thinking about what we're willing to believe and how the impacts of taking in a belief affect us. But as we move through, you know, our societies, we are also going to have to and are already having this long look at some of the ways that things like spiritual belief that we have accepted or things like social order that we have accepted have been really limiting us or have been hurting us or may have in fact really been influenced by things that were pretty negative and that are ultimately hurting us as a planet in the long run. You know, one of the things that does not get talked about because our voices have been silenced is the health and the well-being in the planet of the planet in all of this and also the health and the well-being of the universe in all of this. Because within this scientific rational thought paradigm that we have been put forward, there's this, although scientists now understand that things explode, there is also this idea that we just get to be here. And there's also this idea that where everything's, you know, the earth's going to be fine. People are also questioning that now. Um, but, and I really question how they question it. But there's this presumption that human life is deserved and that every single human is always going to get to be here, that we're going to get another chance, that it's always going to be more, 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 and that the earth is limitless, and that, hey, when we're done with the earth, we can just go to another planet and do this there. And the answer to that from the universe is, no, you cannot. Because just as we were created by the universe, and just as mother and father creator put us here, you know, and they love us, and they have done everything they can to help guide us back to the path of being saved as people, they also, you know, the, the recklessness that became embedded in our society where we were taught not to think about them and the recklessness that came into our society when we were taught not to think about the energy of the planet or the energy of the universe or the other planets has had this impact on the universe that really did hurt it. And when the universe got hurt, I don't think people understand how close we were to losing it all. And you know, one of the reasons why 2022 is an exciting time and, and beyond this is because uh, we made it. We made it through what could have been our end event. And we made it through a couple of them. And I'm not saying that to be scary. And how we made it through that is the healing that mother and father creator were able to do and the healing that the planet has been able to do and just how many people of us have been waking up our energy bodies and our energy systems and starting to integrate the knowledges within us 
And uh, I'll talk about that in the next segment. Having said all of that, I want to be clear and say that when the masculine and feminine energy strands are viewed in opposition or held as far apart and or when the feminine or the masculine is suppressed as much as the feminine currently has been, it creates an imbalance in all layers of society. It creates an imbalance in politics. It creates an imbalance culturally. And the part that nobody wants to face, it creates an imbalance spiritually. And one of the main things that I deal with and that I have had to deal with over all of these years is the impact of all of the energy threads that I've been talking about today. And so this is a topic near and dear to my heart because I studied it for over a decade as an academic. And I also traveled to a lot of the places that were the key sites of these decision-making aspects and key sites that were the holder points of this energy to slowly, slowly, slowly work to understand it from the multiple perspectives that it is at. And I thank you for listening to me here today because I know that for people, blending metaphysics with history, with lived experience can be a bit of a leap. But in my opinion, this is the level of complexity that we are best uh, going at any inquiry with because what happens when we forget about energy? What happens when we forget about the soul? What happens is that we get easily controlled and that all the things that used to be cared for and that we would know about and talk about as just like regular safety mechanisms in everyday life, they also become invisible. And as a person who has had to clean up a lot of mess, I'm telling you, in being invisible, they don't become more weak. They get stronger because they act and operate behind people, within through people and through people in ways that do have long-standing, long-term impacts. One of the things that I have experienced a lot throughout the year 2022 and late 2021 with the Venus and Pluto is that I had recently moved to America, which is a new culture and a different energy for me. And the hatred in the energy archetype for the energy strand that is feminine in this country is scary. And it's not like anything I've met before in, in, in a Western state. And some of the things that I talked about today are why that happened. You know, we had all this stuff going on, persecution, murder, people running around hunting each other down in Europe. And then that was the attitude that they came here with. And let me tell you, there was also an already warfare that was happening here. And that warfare also had to do with a Marsian Aries-based energy that was also working through bodies, that was also trying to suppress the feminine here. What we need to understand is that there was an effort from outside of this universe to mess with us, and that effort specifically went at the mother-father energy of creativity and complementarity, and that energy did everything it could for a couple hundred years, thousands if you want to count every time it has visited this planet, to influence and to create this negativity within us. And that energy did a really good job of getting involved in our government structures and our religions and our social relationships. And one of the things that people experience as they start coming onto a spiritual or a metaphysical journey is they look at the prison of archetype of interaction. Just think about what it's like to be what they call a 3D female and male, right? You're supposed to only like a certain kind of things. You're supposed to be, if you're a woman, you're supposed to be catty and you're supposed to gossip 
behind people's backs. You're supposed to stay in the home more or less or take a secondary role and you're supposed to take care of everyone, but also not really be taking care of yourself. And if you're a man, you're supposed to be out there earning the dough. You're not supposed to show emotions. If you interact with people or your children or anything else, you have to keep a line between you and them because there's some sort of weakness there. You know, you ignore spirituality or the things that perhaps your wife or other women are doing um, and kind of pass it off as frou-frou. And, and some male partners even actively try to suppress their wives. I've had to help a lot of women through that in the years. You know, all of this stuff is not natural. And the point of me saying everything I said today was that we are meant to be living in complementarity with one another. That means in terms of being able to appreciate the dynamics and the presences of different forms of knowledge we are meant to be able to bring those forms of knowledge together with nuance because a scientific understanding of the world that also takes into consideration the spiritual foundations and the metaphysical background of everything that's going on is much more grounded and real than something that is going to look at one way or the other and so we are in the process of as we heal the archetype of feminine energy with ourselves, and we worked on the masculine energy all summer, and I talked about it, but nobody wanted to hear about it because everybody was still in the hate. And so if you want to hear it, you can go back and check my Mars, Jupiter, and Aries special podcast. You can hear the tone of my voice. It was a little bit off because I was in the process of having that energy try to really hurt me, um, and it was that bad. And so... I know that this is kind of a weird place to end a podcast, but I think it's important to tell people, yeah, it's been bad. And the negativity and the harshness that comes as we express our gender, as we express our energy, as we express who we are is not natural. And it is, in my opinion, very much an iteration of how various labels of negative energy influences have come into play to create this very limited scope of energy and action through within which we are supposed to live. That's what we call the prison. Some people call it the matrix. I just call it the prison. 2022 has been all about breaking out of that. And as I wrap up this podcast, you know, the women and people of Iran currently protesting for women's rights. Um, the people in Britain, the nurses in Britain are currently on a healthcare strike. It's the first one they've done because they're not getting paid enough for what they do. Uh, people all over the world are struggling to be able to pay their bills and their rent, but somehow these profit margins keep growing. These are all indications of the imbalance. Are they all male problems and is it all males benefiting from this stuff? Absolutely not. And I hope that you understand that that's not at all what I'm trying to say here. What I am trying to say is that we have built a society and a set of social structures that have this energy in them. We also have this energy in our archetypes. We have been working on healing the archetypes, and now it's just up to people to do that. Step into it. We're working on the society part. We'll probably be doing that for another 10 or 20 years because things are so messed up. However, we are at the celebration point of this journey, and I'm going to continue telling that in more installments of Crow Medicine. Having said all that, if you felt so inclined, I am gratefully receiving gifts of support. Um, you can drop me a little something to my Stripe account. I'll link it there or to buy me a coffee. Thanks so much for tuning in. Stay grounded, stay connected, stay together, and know that when we unite the masculine and feminine strands within, as well as in the different sectors of our society that we represent, that's when the true takeoff happens. More from you soon. Yeah, girl. Katie Indy Girl.